found it. It's the Japan Wood Podcast. Coming at you to the back end of Tokyo, the armpit of Asia. Kabuki Cho adjacent Shinjuku Sancho Man. I am your host, Matt Bigelow, MatthewBMBigelow.com. And with me, as always, it's 120. He's dark, and that's an odd bot, Mike. That's an odd bot. Got yourselves an odd bot. Dark and stark. With an odd bot. The aardvark is the one of the few animals that I know of that uh, begins with double A's, like the batteries. I just thought that's a really funny name, aardvark. Yeah. Well, who, 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 who? What is that? What they was that? What the person that found that animal said? He oh, look. It must be <laughs> yeah, an aardvark. That's right. And we'll spell it with two A's. It's an oddbark, mate. Oddbark. Oddbark. I love that. <laughs> How you doing, Matt? Good, man. We got. Uh, it's this 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 studio area is always kind of a litmus test for me as, it is. as the the last stand of 2019 of right. course it's 2022 right and it's like it's february 22nd 2022 everybody's posting up these things it's like hey it's 2022 and it's a 2022 uh everywhere but what i mean to say is this area of Shinjuku mm-hmm. has has withheld, as we like to talk about. I kind of I leave oh, my this house. Area hasn't pulled out. I I, I leave my I leave my apartment on the way here, and uh-huh. I live not too far away. But it's like it's everybody's masked. Almost everybody, few fewer people now, but right. still, I'd say 99 percent right, masked. Right. And as you get closer to the Shinjuku area, the masks start falling off. Yeah, yeah. The skirts start getting shorter. Right, right, right. Dodginess going around. Yep, yep. Honorific start dropping. And before the Omicron variant, this place was it was uh, it it was crazy. Omicron. It's like uh, a black guy's nickname on a New York. Yeah, it sounds like a rapper, dude. Yeah. Yo, Omicron, you got that good shit, man. Omicron, (laughs) and. and then it kind of tapered off as Omicron spread, uh, Omicronic. Omicronic. Uh, and, but t- today, it's, it's, I noticed a new thing. What's that? Now, when this place was still the, the 2019 holdout, and it right, was. Right, right, One crucial aspect that was missing for a true 2019 experience what in is downtown that? Tokyo, white women. Yeah, I yeah, would see yeah, some white yeah, yeah, dudes. yeah, right, right, right. But not white women. Today, I saw two white women drinking wine. Dude, I saw a white chick on the train today coming. I was coming from Azabajuba. I saw a white chick on the train, man. Now, I, I, I work with white women. And, right. of course, I don't have too many bad things to say about them. But you know the ones that we see downtown. You yeah. know the ones. Yeah, yeah, I saw yeah. a girl down here. She had, like, shocking blonde hair. She was dressing, like, all black tech wear. She looked oh, like really? she came out of the fifth no. generation movie. Oh, cool. And I was like, she's definitely... She knows what's going on, you know. She's 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 a part of the fabric of Tokyo. She puts hacking materials. Oh into yeah, her high heels. Oh yeah, she's definitely got like a a, a, a e girl alter ego. She you know, stores chips uh, in her bra. A, a, an account hooked up to Steam uh, with with cryptocurrency going into that thing. So you know, I was I was happy to see that. You know, our people well, the, are coming the, the back two out. White here. chicks I saw were just regular frumpy white chicks having. You a need glass them. They were probably English teachers. I, well. That's what I'm saying. That's the 2019 stand. True, true. So, you true. You got the normies coming out now. It's 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 yeah. There are more normies out there. There are normies, and they're terrifying. You you never know what a normie's gonna do. You know they're unpredictable, aberrants. Yeah, as I like to they call could them. be rule followers, or they could just be in disguise. Like, could be students. God forbid, college students. 
Because I used to be one, and we are horrible. But yeah, so this place still keeping it real. Mm. Still 2019. Still the before times. Yeah, 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 yeah. And as I go back home, you know the the short the skirts get longer, right? And, right. The, and the masks right. are more plentiful. It's like you're it's like you're coming down off a high or something, man. You you come back, and it, it, every time we leave the studio, you know, I go downstairs and I say, okay, Matt, yeah, we'll have a smoke. And I'm a smoker, Matt's not. Um, and uh, I'll say, yeah, I'll have my smoke. And then as I walk out, I pass. Right, usually when I get past the Koban, the police box, yeah, that's when you start to see the shorts go go down a little lower. You still got some short skirts right up in it, right up until that uh, that uh, Kabuki show exit there. I saw for the first time in a while uh, a, a Japanese girl with dyed blonde hair uh-huh. and a short skirt wow. walking around with an old man in a suit. Oh, it's that used to happen yeah, pretty frequently. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You used to wonder, like, what's the situation here? The compensated dating. That's Who, not a daughter son hug. No, it, and so that was there as well. That's definitely 2019. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. so that's 2019. Um now I dropped the ball. We have a donation. Okay. And I weird corn. This is from Adrian. Um he sent us a donation. This was back in uh, the beginning of the year, I believe. Uh, let's see if we got this. Adrian. December 31st. Yeah, he sent it times. on December. Beginning and I just noticed it the other day. I wasn't checking my invoice for PayPal for a while. Uh-huh. I use it usually as a, as a, just for sending stuff out. And oh. sometimes I have money in there and sometimes I don't. I, I use noticed, it as a means to not have the IRS talk to me about what I've been doing over in Japan. But yeah. Well, the, the American government, the Pentagon needs your tax dollars to spread democracy. That's it. <laughs> Further the goal. Yeah. If you don't pay the tax, man, democracy does not get they'll, spread they'll via, send, via the Pentagon. They'll send someone from China to test you for COVID. <laughs> test my ass. <laughs> So this guy sent us, Mr. Adrian, 3,156 yen. That's about 30 bucks. Yeah, yeah. I'll take it. I'll take it. That's 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 uh beverages. And this is what us. this guy has sent. No, he the I paid 177 yen fee, which is fine. I'm, the only reason I'm bringing it up is that if you add in the fee to the to the donation, it comes out to 3,333. Mm. Now that's a code word. 33 is a code word. It's associated with the pyramids, for one thing. Mm. It's associated with miles. <clears throat> Not miles the person, but like the distance. Yeah, <laughs> trumpets. Uh, but I think this has Not to trumpets, do with the, president. The, the No Agenda podcast. We, we might have uh, got... The No Agenda podcast is hosted by John C. Dvorak and Adam Curry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Adam Curry right. is the he, he's the co-inventor of the podcast himself. We had a lot of fun with those guys. Yeah, yeah. Um, no, this is not that guy. This is a different thing entirely. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. And anyways, he says, "Cheers to the kaiju's of podcasting, value for value across the globe, my dudes." Now I'm jonesing for some of that Amakaranic in my pipe. <laughs> May liberty and titties bless 2022 oh for both of you. This is like the this is exactly the sort of off-brand humor that is on brand for our show, you know. This Japan is, what fucking rules he says. Love is lit. No, that's definitely an Adam, uh, Adam Curry reference. Sir Booberry, Black Knight of the Mothman, <laughs> yeah, PYO3 DG. That of course is a um what I believe to be a Ham radio reference. Yeah, that's, yeah. That's definitely going back to we the go Agenda podcast. Yeah, yeah. So. It's, it's a military days coming back here. <laughs> Total. I'm still getting used to my new system here. I have yeah. a bit of scratch in my throat. 
Uh, but yeah, I took that donation and uh, some of the other points that I had saved up from a, from a stream from a music gear site, and I bought a new pair of speakers. And that's going to go towards mixing music and podcasts yeah, in the yeah. future. So that's kind of how this synergy works. So it actually for wasn't the speakers weren't 150 bucks. They were 120 bucks. They were even less than that because I used my points. No, they, no, like they have to be 120 bucks. 120. It's the only price. Oh, Michael, 120. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Thank you, Adrian. Um, thanks for keeping us going. We definitely uh, do not eat air, so we appreciate it, brother. Definitely. If you're interested in donating to the Japan Web Podcast, you can always go to um, paypal.me oh, paypal. forward slash Japan W-U-T. There we go. Or go to MatthewPMBigelow.com and get all your Japan needs there. Now, let's take a look at is it or is it? Is it the future? Is it? Oh, is it? So there's this restaurant I like to go to with the wife. Okay. School me. It's called Obakanale. We're not going to spend too much time on it. It's a fantastic place. It's like an old school brasserie. You mm-hmm. get like a chicken steak, French mm-hmm. fries, mm-hmm. Guinness beer and stuff like that. Oh, they got yeah, omelets yeah. and stuff. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. it's like it's all wooden inside with soft lighting and okay. waiters with giant trays. Walking all the lights around. are orange. Yeah, they got, yeah, they got yeah. fantastic cappuccinos and they know how to pour beer pr- pr- properly and stuff right, like that. Right, Anyways, it was closed. Right. So this was in Akasaka Mitsuke, which is like a downtown area of Tokyo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they have the new Yahoo um, headquarters there. Mm-hmm. So they're on the, of course, on the first floor, there's a restaurant for all the office workers. We decided to go there because it's part of this type of a chain restaurant, um, T.Y. Harbor. This one's yeah, called Garb. T.Y. Harbor, yeah. And anyways, these, this is the first time I've done this, but I've, uh, they use the QR code system on the table. Okay, yeah. Where yeah. you walk in, there's no menu. Right, right, right. And menus, I can kind of see, like, if you're a restaurant and you want to change your menu, right. it's really expensive. Right, right, right. You got to reprint. You got to maybe take new photos. It's exactly. the whole thing, right? Yeah. But with the QR code, you just kind of scan it. But, the like, just having a piece of paper with a QR code on the table doesn't right. look that great. Right, right. So there's, like, there's... You these, expect something there. You're like, so oh, the whole oh, thing is, like, is it or is it? Is, yeah. Is this the future or is this just a trend? Yeah, yeah. So we get in there and, like, okay, we... Of course, now... I studied a lot about this because I ran an AI school at SoftBank for a right. few years. Right. And some of the business models I researched were based on the Kai-Fu Lee business models from okay. his book, AI Superpowers, okay. Silicon Valley in China, something okay. like that. And the New World Order is, mm-hmm. of course, in there. Um, he, he was like this guy who was the head of Microsoft Research Asia. Okay. He runs his own um, investment firm called Sinovation Ventures. They do like AI dishwashers and um, they, they, he's in it's charge like the, of the, the improving the concept of the, of the smart home. Almost. Yeah. And, but they also do um, Meituan. I'm not sure if I'm saying it right, uh, which is like a delivery, food delivery service, like a DD or a Uber Eats type of thing. Right, but in right, China, right, 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 they, right. they built up this whole infrastructure. So this guy's a total billionaire. So I'm kind of aware of the business model. Mm-hmm. I've never been in there before. The idea is that um, if you have too many servers on the floor right it drives up the cost to the restaurant right 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 and also if you have like three different tables ordering at the same time mm-hmm. and then all of those the 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 person who orders first might get their meal last it'll, it'll back everything up it'll back the kitchen up too right yeah, yeah so yeah. the idea that you'd scan the qr code at the table and then it goes right to the kitchen right away is right. great 
But what some of these companies are doing is that they're not really leaving at least one person on the floor. Right. So there's there's the, the idea of having one person on the floor gives it that human element. Right, right. We want that. We want that. But it's just a whole bunch of people in the kitchen that kind of pour out of the kitchen. Right. And so there's a there, it kind of actually can drive a wedge between the consumer, the customer experience, and the restaurant itself. Right, right. So there's this, it's kind of like a cautionary tale where if you if you don't have somebody on the floor, they're not really aware of what's going on outside. They right. don't know the mood. Is the music the right you know, quality? Or, or is there a baby screaming? Yeah, you know? all of that type of stuff. Yeah. So obviously what happened is like people just kind of went, hey, let's, Let's just replace all of the servers without really thinking about it and right. save on that money. Let's just use QR codes. Yeah. But the good thing is, is that the meal was like 1,000 yen, 1,500 yen, and really plentiful. Like, it's right. just huge. So it's good stuff. Huge pieces of meat. Yeah. Really tasty yeah. as well. Uh, but you kind of scan the QR code, and then the menu appears on your phone, and you can kind of see everything, but you got these tiny little pictures. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah. So it, it, like with a menu, you have to you have can like really, some fancy you can writing. Really like, you know, you can really stretch it out and, oh, like, wow, this is a really delicious looking piece of chicken. You yeah, know? and then you kind of call over the person like, excuse me, but what's a panache vinaigrette? You know, and they like, can ex- ah, yeah, yes, yeah. panache is a peri of Italy. And you're like, ooh, that sounds nice. Italy's they really nice. talk it up. You know, they know their stuff. Or or maybe I'm a celiac or something. I'm yeah, allergic to some yeah, shit. Exactly. You know, like, I don't want to have to like, click through a menu to, to, to get that across to the restaurant so it, it, it you know the music wasn't very good right right it, it, it's like it's really electronic music and it's just a little bit loud and it's kind of like for some people and like absolutely not for other folks right and i don't mind that music it just has to be quiet but i always think like some sort of not lame jazz but some sort of jazz. That's, always, that's a safe bet, you know, with somewhere like that. You know, I was in a store some, today. Some piano, some uh, drums. Singaporean food. And they had, like, rock anime playing, like, anime rock playing the whole time. Which is, you know, I don't, I don't, I, I like the kind of music. But, I don't know, for me, you know, I don't want to listen to, like, hardcore Japanese rock music while I'm, like, eating a, yeah. a bowl of spare ribs. You know, So, you know, that's personal preference, but I get it, you know. So, the overall experience, not bad, but... If you're not aware of the actual strategies right. and, and, and what these a- AI gods like Kai Fu Lee are laying out, mm-hmm. like, he, he invested in this company called With Wheat, and they use computer vision to scan your bakery goods. So okay. you go in there, there's no cashiers. Right. There's just automated tellers. Right. And you pick up a bunch of breads, and they're all shaped different, sh- differently. Okay. And you put it at the cashier, which is a self-checkout. There's a computer vision camera there. It identifies the bread because it's been programmed to identify the bread. Right. And it you, you pay with a QR code and you're out the door. You, and you, you don't have to talk to anyone or see anyone. Right. So instead of the manager, like, constantly training people that quit, the manager is now, that's been automated. Right. And now there's a manager who's still there, but they're interacting with the customers. Maybe instead of meeting people to train them how to use cashiers and stuff like that. They meet with like a design team who brings in like right. lighting or right, some sort of thing. Right, into the, right. But without that person on the floor, you miss out on the doors that it you opens. want that human element, you know, right. You, oh, where, where, what is it? And you know, not, not only that, the opportunity to really upsell another place, you know, cause like the tire Harbor place, I've been to another restaurant because I've been there. The smokehouse. Yeah. Yeah. The smokehouse. And I found out about that because the chef was like, Hey, if you're interested, we have another place. Cause I told him, Hey, I'm from Georgia. He said, well, why? If you like Southern food, there's another place. Smokehouse. We went down there. I mean, it's 25, $30 plates, man. So they made, they're making good money off a customer there. Just 
based on that guy coming down and talking it up to me. Yeah. So if you're not, if you want to, it's this, it's this type of corporate move where they don't, Mm. they, they, they just kind of replace one thing with another thing right. without thinking how that's going to affect the overall customer experience. I feel like it's, I feel like it's a good thing in Japan for Japanese people. What what happens is for the for like busy lunch restaurants, mm. you, the table is there. It, the table moves fifteen percent faster, twenty percent faster because right. you have less people. So in that regard, I feel like it's a good thing for Japan Everybody in on Japan's their own eyes. Phone, Scans the QR code right. by themselves and orders at the same time. You don't have to pass around menus right. and talk about it. So, but for catching tourists, I don't. Maybe I mean it's a novelty. I yeah. Think. But for catching tourists, I, I can't really say. You know, I don't want to be a naysayer. No. When I was in China, I do enjoy I, the human. If you don't have access to their QR code systems, you're basically an outsider. Yeah. Yeah. And that's kind of if what's you don't going have on like PayPay and stuff. Yeah. You can't. You can't even go in a restaurant. Yeah. And get food. WeChat Pay, AliPay, all yeah. that stuff. Unless you have a Chinese bank account, you're and it's not like the it. level of access you need to give uh, someone, you know, that's that's crazy. Uh, I saw a documentary about with the uh, the whole uh, the metaverse thing, and they were saying, you know, in order, yeah, it's a cool thing, but in order to use all these cool functions, you need to give people basically access to your brain. You don't even give it that level of access to like your wife or your husband. Well, that's the thing with ties into what I would also wanted to talk about. I'm. With the money that came in from that donation and mm. I bought those speakers, mm. I decided to import my record collection yeah. into a digital format. Right, right, right. So now in, I'm tired of going on to Spotify and yeah. all these different platforms yeah. and having a two-way like, data transmission. You know what I mean? They're building a profile on me. You got to give them a little bit more information. Oh, your password expired. Give us another one. By the way, why don't you confirm your address just so we can make yeah. sure you're What's still your telephone there, you know? number? We'll keep it safe. Yeah, like, yeah. What's I'm your old telephone number? I'm just trying to listen like, to some bro, fucking like, wing, man. I want weed. You know, I want Mr. Man. Can you please help my pony without a three-step password? You know, so now they do the thing. You can't skip anymore either. You have to stay and listen. So what I'm doing is I'm recording entire records as one track. Oh. And I'm putting, and I do some mastering, some EQ. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some people are like, well, it might color the music if you if you put it in this way. It might be analog. I'm like, you know, dude, I really don't care. You know, this it's is, not that. I'm, I'm starting my own personalized streaming service. I yeah. have an algorithm. It's called my music collection yeah yeah and and every one track is one record right and you just put it on and leave it alone and and that's it that's it and that's it so again the when you when you open up when you yeah when you don't just replace something but you move towards something right you kind of find ways to to even the score a little yeah 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 Yeah, so no i i hear you man that the the music experience it it is it's getting weirder as well i can't even i dropped a song on spotify right it's called gin and juice by the way guys go check it out i'm on spotify under o-n-e-t-w-e-n-t-y 120 and uh the gin and juice song i dropped that last uh week week before last i want to say and i couldn't even play my own fucking song dude yeah, they want like, you to listen to like, like 12 I'm on songs. my and it, and it just it was like play this other artist that sounds like 120. I was like, fuck, I just want to listen. To why my would shit, that? Dude. Why? Why would these interfaces do that? You know what I mean? Like, it's, I just want to see if the song works. Like, it's really strange. Yeah, uh, man, it's really pushing you in a direction. Like, you know, now that because you know, I tell you, my manager and I, we always look at the uh, the algorithm, and, so, and and what we're learning is that you know, everyone's behavior is really the. the quote-unquote successful people on social media, their behavior is dictated by an algorithm, and the algorithm forces them to make certain decisions. Like, I don't necessarily love what Doc Martin stands for. I don't know anything about Doc Martin, 
But you know what? I was promoting the hell out of Doc Martin the other week because they had a contest where you could win a free pair of Doc Martins for doing this song and promote Doc Martin. I was like, all right, I'll promote Doc Martin. I don't know. They could be like taking people's souls or something. I don't know. Yeah, um, the, uh, they're getting their leather from people. You know, yeah, you know, they're, it's <laughs> their leather they're comes from doc. like dried out like doctors, you Uyghur know, husks <laughs> from the Martin family. You know, I don't know what they do. You know, but joke. but I'm you know I'm jumping in just because of the algorithm and not because I actually like the brand. Yeah, it it really does prompt you. It puts it right into your phone, right into your face, and it says, "Hey, why don't you do this?" Such we'll and such posted. Something. Don't forget to pop in and drop them a like, like. Yeah, the the amount of nudging it's, and pushing you know, and stuff. I'm, it's I'm kind of cool, done but I'm like, but is it cool because of the the small release of dopamine that I get in my brain when I get that notification and I get that extra like? Is that why I think it's cool? Something to ponder. Do you remember that everybody in the year 1999 had a giant subwoofer in their cars? I miss that. Yeah, I miss but that. That was what I'm trying to say. Is that felt like it was going to have be forever. Now we're in the era yeah. era of subwoofers. Now we're not. So is this whole QR code thing, this this dual transmission where you click on Ween, will you please help my pony? And now right. you have an AI algorithm building right. a profile on this you. This is what you actually like. Is that the future or is it just a trend? 120. I think that it is the future. Oh, yeah? You think it's going to? I think it's the future because this place that you're talking about is not the only place. That I've I've seen, obviously it's not the only place, but I've seen it in other restaurants. I saw it in other restaurants two years ago. Yeah. And, um. Oh, it's an old system. I just finally got around to using it. But then, but not only that, like QR codes are more popular now. They they, they died for a minute and then they came back. Because of China. Yeah. And QR codes are becoming more and more popular. You're, even my business cards have a QR code on it because it's not because I, I don't think it's because of how much money is behind it or, or because of how many companies adopt it. It's because for me, for the fact that I don't want to give everyone five different business cards with this is, oh, this is 120 business card, but this is for my musician thing. And this is for me as a company. And this is my CEO card. Yeah. I don't want to give all anyone all that shit. That's a real problem but that I have. But is your QR code business card just a QR code on a piece of paper? Or do you sexy it up a little bit? I, it's a little sexy. You know, it's got our phone number so and it's got the email address. Because I, I do want the human element on there. So, you know, I have it. If you want to email me, you want to call me personally, you want to text me, feel free to do that. That's our number. That's how you reach our company. That's the way to go. And so, I personally like to call a company, you know, when I'm trying to figure out what's going on in my bank account, I don't want to speak to a robot about it. I want to speak to a guy like Carl, look it up on the system, tell me what the fuck's going on. You know, I don't want to, and you know, there's so much lag with the, with the system. Maybe they'll fix the issue, but I just really, really enjoy talking to another human being about human issues. That's, that's the exact thing. Um, yeah. Kai-Fu Lee in his book, AI Superpowers. Uh, Is that a must read? It's a must read. I'll look it up. But he was in one of his speeches that he was talking, speaking at, um, delivering. He was saying that uh, this hospital designed this elderly care panel hmm. where elderly people would be able to like touch this panel on on their bed in in the hospital, and they would be able to like see their schedule. They'd be able to maybe watch some streaming. Right. Maybe they'd be able to do X, Y, and Z. The only thing that all of these old people really did was they touched the helpline service because they wanted to talk to somebody. And but do you think that is something that is for what do you think that leads to? 
Well, what at least what, this is the whole. And thing. I have no opinion this on it. The, I just want to know what, what you it? think. Is it or is it? Is it or is, is it? it? Is it a replacement, oh, is it? or is it a trend? Really though. So. We're constantly being told that we, there's this new normal and we got to be this new normal. Right. We're a digital society. It's the new world, right? Do, 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 do. Or is it just like, this is just an easier way for me to access people and things that I want. It doesn't have to be a whole experience, this whole corporate envisionment of what they think my life needs. Right. It's like, it's like, it's like the, the technocracy movement of the early 1900s where they thought that just by having a digital watch meant that you would buy into this whole system of productivity equals yeah. happiness and yeah. cycles where you, you cycle in happiness. Well, dude, I and think come capitalism, pro- I think capitalism is like, the reason why it's going to it's not going to stop. People are just like, I don't mind having an electronic watch. That's where it ends. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, yeah. maybe I'll get a digital watch or uh, I'll go back to analog in the future. It's it's just like a choice that people make at that time, but it's made to we're made to feel like it's a giant revolution, and we're never. Well, going I mean, back I think it's that I think it's that these things come out and they don't particularly have a use or a purpose at the time. Yeah. They do, but they don't. You know what I mean? Like we have the new uh, the AirPods, and they do like everything supposedly. You know, and I've never tried them, but you know, all my friends that like go out and buy every newest piece of tech. The AirPods are the hot shit. Yeah. Had a pair. They were really convenient. Lost them. My life is still pretty convenient. <laughs> so, you know, and I think step by step, these little things come out and, and, and little by little, they become the norm until you wake up one day and you're like, man, I don't have an Oculus Rift. I'm outdated. Yeah. But really, you know, my life has been perfectly fine without them. Maybe I'm living in the old times, but. I like that. Uh, you know, it's human. I'm human. Well, you remember the McLaren and those doors that would open on those 80s super sports cars? Oh, the cars? fucking butterfly doors. Yeah. All the rappers used to talk about this stupid like, shit. Yeah. That's the future. But it, it's not the it's future. It's not the future. Like, even the new cars that come out are like, you I know. could see the QR code be having a, a place. I think the QR code isn't going away. Because <laughs> of, just because of how many, it, it just solves so many problems based on how many problems it creates. It doesn't matter if you're a super low-tech or high-tech person. Anyone can, can use them. You can print off a QR code yeah, and access yeah, something yeah. on the internet. Yeah, I think that it's, it's, it's cool. the ease of access part that, yeah. that I think makes that that stay around. You I don't definitely have think it's to be like, be around. okay, I'm going to go to this business card. He has a Twitter account. I'm going to enter this in and then... Was that well, the rather, guy? dude, I think the concept of the QR code is going to stay around. I don't think the QR code is going to stay around. I, I predict that it's not going to be a QR code. It's going to be another easy-to-create thing, but it'll just be easier to create than the QR code and more accessible to people who aren't tech-savvy. The QR code is pretty garish. It's not stylish. It's bulkish, right? It's yeah. bulky. It's big. It's black and white. You know, it's, you, it's try and, you try and you try and like make it look cool, but it... At the end of the day, no, it's, it's it, still a QR code. It looks like something's been slapped on top of everything else. Yeah. And that's what it's there for because you, yeah. you want somebody, like if it's a giant poster in a subway terminal. You want people to see it. People can you know? lift up their phone and, and scan it from far yeah. away. But but I think that's going to be, you know, compartmentalized even more and made even easier to use. What you got? I got so, a camera tip uh, here for you guys if you uh, want to take that. When you take your photos. What's good, man? One twenty camera tip of the week. You want to know how to get better photos with your model, whether that model be a professional or not? Here's how you do it. 
And you're a professional photographer. I'm a professional photographer. I can say with confidence that I do photography. And one of the most common things that I, I run into is a model who, you know, maybe it's a good looking person. Maybe they want photos or maybe it's just your buddy who wants photos taken for you on his iPhone and they don't know how to pose. And if you're a budding photographer, if you're still learning like myself, then you will, uh, one of the issues that you're going to run into is knowing how to direct them and knowing that, you know, say this model isn't a model, it's just it's your cousin, you know, and he doesn't know any of the terms that you're going to tell he? him. She, Shim, doesn't know. <laughs> it doesn't know the terms you're going to throw at it. And um, what you do to uh, remedy that problem is you give them a situation to think of while you take the picture. One of my Jay favorite. will not know what pronouns you Jay will not know what the hell is going on. Mm. But in the situation where the photo is being taken, you say, hey, imagine you just took drugs for the first time. Go, make the face. And nine times out of ten, I guarantee you're going to get the photo you want. Whatever uh. the situation is, if it's a product or something that you're trying to show, depending on what you're trying to show, say for me, if it's uh, sunglasses, for instance, for instance, I'll say, hey, imagine as if you the sun is very bright, but you're going to try and look at it. I know that's stupid, but you're going to try and look at the sun, and I want you to make the face and, and the pose that you would make if you were just taking off your glasses to see the sun. But it's the sun, so you're also kind of blinded by it. Bam, there's your photo. That's mm. my camera tip for the week. It works no matter what device you're using. And stay shooting, guys. As always, it's your boy, 120. What's a good man? 120's camera tip of the week. Remember to go to MatthewPMBigelow.com for all your Japan What needs. Uh, you can give us a donation at PayPal.me forward slash Japan WUT. Where can people find you, Michael120? You can find me on Spotify and all major streaming platforms under O-N-E-T-W-E-N-T-Y. That's 120. You can find me on Instagram under 120360. Awesome. Now, you're from the South, right? I am from the South, yeah. Is Memphis it. the South? Yeah, I'd say so. So, one great thing about this record collection I have is I... I that I'm now digitizing. I'm going to play a sample from it. Okay. Do you know Otis Williams? I've heard of Otis Williams, but if if, if, if you played an Otis he, Williams song for he, me, I couldn't tell you. Yeah, he, he was kind of like, he had some hits back in the day, but he yeah. also had a side band called Otis Williams and the Midnight Cowboys, and it was like an all-black country band. And this is taken off the, of... It sounds like the Memphis Jug Band. Or I, the, it was I, a I, Tennessee yeah, Jug Band? It's, it's all, it's like, it's a... Well, you'll hear what it is, but... This is the thing. You can't really find this stuff in algorithms. You know what I mean? Like, I was in a a record shop in Shimokitazawa. Yeah, yeah. I'm kind of cycling through these records. And I was pretty into, like, rebel country music at the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The simplicity, but the amount of the cool recording processes that they have. (laughs) And I was like, an all-black country band? Right, you never never hear that. The Midnight Cowboys? And, like, they're really black. What what year is this from? Like what This is, is like, 60s. Yeah, yeah, it sounds um, like a 60s, 50s type of... It's still very acoustic with some electric qualities. So, anyways, this one is from Otis Williams and the Midnight Cowboys, taken from my record, which you'll be... Uh, which will be evident when you hear it. Uh, I'm sounding really white now. It's It will be evident when you it will, hear it. It'll be pretty apparent there, Fred, so go ahead and... Uh... 
That's how I got to Memphis If you love somebody new You'll go where your heart wants to go That's how I got to Memphis That's how I got to Memphis If you have seen her, you tell me Cause you are my friend I've got to find her And find out the trouble she's in So if you tell me she's not here You can follow the trail of my team That's how I got to Memphis That's how I got to Memphis She'd get mad and she used to say She'd come back to Memphis someday That's how I got to Memphis That's how I got to Memphis Oh, well, I haven't eaten a bite Or slept for three days and nights That's how I got to Memphis That's how I got to Memphis Wow. Isn't that awesome? I'm speechless, dude. You know how you know that's an all-black country band? Is the, the bassist. I, the oh, bassist I, I know. just be like, dumb. Dome. That's like yeah. A the basses was like he's like he's like he's like because us us black folks we always got to do some extra shit man. Like I could just hear the the blackness in it, you know. But but it was still country. Oh yeah, everyone can get along, man. Listen to that. That is country. If that isn't proof. Of the fact that everyone on this earth can get along because we're human beings, and I don't know what is. The whole album is amazing. I love that, dude. Can you? Is there? Can I? Like, can I get that? Can yeah, I, I can ship I, that. I, I would love because that. This is the thing. I, I got it off of my record player. Right. I made it an MP3. Right. So it's like the whole album is forty minutes. I might make a beat with it, like a dude. It. There's a lot of good <laughs> shit on that. Uh, so yeah, that's the oh, people man. might be saying, "What the hell? This is supposed to be Japan What podcast?" But I'm like. Listen, if you live here any amount of time, you realize that no Japanese people listen to, and like, shamisen music. It, it's something yeah. that you go into a cafe yeah. and it's there. But if you go into record stores it's, and stuff like they that. They don't listen to it, dude. They listen to the Japanese pops or Japanese They listen to, like, rock. old Japanese like, city pop and shit, but, you know? But uh, most of it is it's very, yeah, like, that's, that's something I mean, this that, is just obscure and un, un, unlikely that you would hear in Japan as it is in America. Yeah, so, yeah, there we go. I thought that was a pretty pretty funky little tune. Might have given me a new hobby. Okay, we're going to play your song, so give it a little intro. Okay, so this song actually is a uh, testament. This is all of who I am. I'm from Brunswick, Georgia, and a lot of guys are really hard and gangster there. I am not. I am a soft pussy. 
But I really wanted to make like a really hard gangster rap song. I love gangster rap. I love the grills, the dreads. You know, I love all that crazy shit. I'm just not that guy. And so I figured out a way to make that song. A friend of mine sent me a super gangster rap beat, and I made a super gangster rap song about back pain. Uh, because my wife has a lot of back pain. She suffers from uh, like lower back pain. And she was like, I want you to make a gangster song about this. And I got a chance to be really gangster and really positive at the same time. So this is going to be Star 7 DHK? It's called Backs Poppin', actually. That's just the name of the beat because I'm a lazy fuck. Yeah. 120. Matt Bigelow taking a shit now. Backs poppin', let me see some backs poppin'. Backs poppin' when you see that bag droppin'. We gon' hit the sauna and you not invited. She gon' pop a bag like she got arthritis, yeah. Backs poppin', let me see that bag poppin'. Backs poppin' when you see that bag droppin'. We gon' hit the sauna and you not invited. She gon' pop up back like she got arthritis. She been twerking to my song, trying to tough it out. I done felt a lot of pain, can you rub it out? I'm too icy hot, yeah, can you feel the burn? Use your curl muscles, work that gluteus maximus. Before we go to sleep, shorty pop a pill, she ain't got no chill. I'm for real, no prescription, over the counter, yeah. Okay, I just spin a sack, put some cream on her back. Lean in the lack, make her lean in the lack. Baby back cracking like the 4th of July. Your mama don't know nothing, you been telling her lies. Baby back cracking like the 4th of July. Her mama don't know nothing, she been telling mama lie. Why? Backs popping, let me see some backs popping. Backs popping when you see that bag dropping. We gon' hit the sauna and you not invited. She gon' pop a bag like she got arthritis. Pop your backs popping, let me see some backs popping. Backs popping when you see that bag dropping. We gon' hit the sun and know you're not invited. She gon' pop her back like she got arthritis. Pop your back, you stack, attack, yo man, it's whack. And I heard that he lacks what it takes to relieve all that pain in your knees. You've been riding 20 minutes, let me touch it, let me squeeze. She make her back pop, make it pop on command. She did it with no hands, back snapping like a clam. I. Think she need a doctor cause she bending over I heard her back was cracking like a Range Rover Cause her back popping, let me see some backs popping Yeah, your back popping when you see that bag dropping We gon' hit the sun and know you not invited She gon' pop her back like she got arthritis, yeah Hey, pop your back, girl I hear your back popping in the club Rat, tat, 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 tat No, that's not a nine millimeter it's your back, cause you need to have surgery done. This is a real issue that affects a lot of people, so it's seriously not a laughing issue. Back's popping, pop that back, bitch. Pop that back, bitch. Pop that back, bitch. Matt. On the Japan What Podcast, you heard it first. Take Japan care of your health. Japan What Podcast. I gotta pop my bag. It's really, really crunchy right now. I'm in <laughs> All right. Back yeah. popping. 120 live.
on the Japan Wood Podcast. Yeah. All right, man. That is actually about back pain. I believe it. Uh, let's see. I, I wanted to touch on something. Did you watch Whoa, the Matt, Olympics Matt, Matt. I know we're friends, but... <laughs> <laughs> Did you watch the Olympics at all? I saw bits and pieces of the Olympics. I saw two Olympic athletes in Shibuya... Oh yeah, yeah. No, no, yeah, yeah. In Shibuya, man, I was in a, uh, I was in a, a cream udon place, and I saw these really tall golden people in the restaurant, and then um, I, and then they said they were here for the Olympics, but they snuck out and they weren't supposed. to I be mean, there. the Winter Olympics, the ones that just ended. No, <laughs> no, <laughs> no, I did not. not. No, I did not. Isn't it nuts? Like. Uh, I worked at a newspaper, so yeah. I was doing a lot of Olympics. Right, right. I got paid to watch a lot of Olympics, which you is You got great. paid to watch the Olympics. I love it. Um, but I'm also noticing, like, with the amount of insane shit going on in the world right, right now, like, right. Canada has all these protests. Yeah, so yeah. even when, like, Canadian medalists win, the main They're news is, like, the insane about stuff the new laws going on. That got passed. Um, and then, of course, you know, Biden is trying to be like, listen, we got Ukraine. Biden like, needs to focus on breathing. Just get, you know, he's like, get vaccinated and we'll go to yeah, war in Ukraine. And we'll fight in Ukraine. Just trust me, got vaccinated in Ukraine. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell? You do a spot on, spot uh, on. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I noticed that, that if you weren't, if you weren't, like, if you're not a sportsman mm-hmm. or if you're, um, if, if you're focusing on anything else in the world right the 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 amount of influence that the olympics has had last year and this year mm. it's, it's a significant downward trend i would say oh yeah it's because i mean you know in this time right now when covid is such a thing and it is a thing it has affected the world economy drastically you know it's a waste of resources a lot of people opt out. Yeah, you know, I'm not. I'm not. You know, I'm not being. I'm completely saying that completely unbiased. But in the terms of things that we need to do, I would say researching a, a cure for this virus that's making travel internationally in Japan impossible for tourists is a bigger issue than the Olympics. I don't have the clip, but I saw, and I swear to uh, the world, okay, that. Uh, on a recent interview that I saw with Bill Gates, right. he said, Bill Gates, Ms. Dr. Gates, the guy who is in charge of the vaccine in many ways, mm-hmm. he said that the Omicron variant does a better job of vaccinating than the vaccines. So... I- <laughs> You know, he said, sadly, sadly, the Omicron, sadly. <laughs> the Omicron variant is a much better job than the vaccines at stopping the transmission. Where does that put us at? You know, like this makes me feel like, oh, so you were fucking with us the whole time. This is the whole thing where you let where we're bureaucracy. So we just got stuck for nothing. No. What happens these days is that bureaucracy comes into play. Right. And then bureaucracy makes things permanent and then expands on that. Right. And then then on the tail end, common sense comes into play. Not with bureaucracy. Right. Not with bureaucracy. Well, when do we get the common sense? That's the thing where there's a lot of pushback right now. Actually, well, what I what I can say is that. The Keidan Ren, which is the Japanese business lobby, they have like a giant building in downtown Maranouchi. They mm-hmm. are the real deal. 
they are urging the easing of border controls right now within Japan. So they want to, they want their foreign workforce to be able to come into Japan because under the Abe administration, there was a deal that would have 500,000 um, Vietnamese come into Japan to do uh, labor jobs. They haven't been able to do that. Instead, they lost all their jobs and started committing crimes en masse. And right. Now we can't That's do stupid happens. gaijin of the week anymore because Tokyo Reporter is now not, no longer a website. So yeah. we don't yeah. have any crime sources anymore for that type of shit. But anyways, um, the, 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 for, for me, the whole idea is that when you get a medical bureaucracy mm. backed by lawyers and 80-year-old doctors who don't want to suggest doing anything that might come back to haunt them, mm. uh, it's, it's this thing where, yeah, there was this, something that was really bad and uh, try getting a bureaucracy to get beyond that. Right, right, right. Because now it's their thing. If you're, if, if, if you're in charge of a bureaucracy and this thing's no longer a thing... And then it comes back, and you and you got rid of it. Now it's on you, so right? It make it, it's you're safer. the linchpin for that. Now. You're, you're, it's, it's safer kind of your to responsibility. just roll with it, right? And that's right. what people then do. To, mm, mm, do you think that the Do you think that like some doctor who becomes a, a bureaucrat went to bureaucracy school? Like these people don't. I feel like this is a gradual thing. You know, some guys think that way, and a few and they, of their they, friends and, think that and way. So and, they just keep on doing what they. Like, and suddenly, we're pushing for a radical bureaucracy. You the know, bureaucracy when, is expanding to meet the expanding needs of the bureaucracy. That's literally what it is. Though. Yeah. So it's literally, what when it you is. get medical bureaucracy with these vaccine mandates and stuff like that, yeah, bureaucracy good, with budget. Good luck turning it around. But anyways. Um, hopefully if that Bill Gates clip gets going and, and, you know, even though he says sadly, which is weird and weird enough, but if he says like, yeah, this Omicron variant does a better job at, um, uh, preventing the spread than anything else we've ever done. Sadly is what he says. Hmm. Uh, maybe we're done. I don't know. You know, um, like maybe nature. <laughs> I know. I know. I know. <laughs> you know, maybe nature. Yeah. I don't know. This whole time, the, like. When this thing popped off a couple of years ago, I was like, I think I'm just going to wait it out. <laughs> speaking of, speaking of, uh, while your your uh, thing is loading up there. Uh, we're done. We, we covered it. It's good. What's up? Okay. So, well, I wanted to uh, address a thing that I saw. I, so I, I read an article recently that talked about how the, uh, some of the, uh, this was actually a, a, what was it, an interview on Fox that was talking about how uh, some of the, some of the variants of, uh, well, some of the components of uh, cannabis basically uh, help prevent COVID. Um, what? And, On Fox? Um, this is the Nazi do not, program? Do not, do not quote me, but it was one of the major news. Sure. Um, do not quote me on I don't want to speculate, but, but I saw on the news essentially that, yeah, that some of the cannabinoids inside of uh, marijuana help prevent COVID. Omicronic. And on that note, I wanted to uh, read this article that uh, talks about the spread of CBD. So for those of you who don't live in Japan... Uh, CBD is making a really big uh, push here. It's making a big wave here in Japan, and you're what starting is CBD? To see. So CBD is a is a cannabinoid that's derived from the uh, cannabis plant, and uh, that along with CBN are said to help with things like cancer. They're they're said to help uh, Parkinson's. They're said to help. Well, with this many, must get you diseases. really high. No, it doesn't get you really high. Uh, it actually mellows you out, and it uh, makes it, it calms down. It calms your body. I'm not sure the exact science behind it, but I know it has more of a calming effect. It doesn't get you high at all. THC is the uh, the cannabinoid that does that, and 
So that's kind of so the there's gateway. No THC and CBD. No THC and CBD. Oh, it's, it's just one of the one of the uh, one of the the components derived from the plant, but not the actual thing that gets you high. Oh, so they just take this the THCO and then make some sort of. Uh, There's no even like taking oil. the THC out. They're just extracting the CBD, and and the rest of the plant is used for something else. Oh, so there uh, you're starting Dubers. to see this in Don Quixote. You're starting to see this in stores all around Japan. Yeah, I've and seen I some definitely CBD hope shops. that that this is a, a thing that um that is where it's made legal in Japan, where the use of uh, marijuana, the use of uh, uh, cannabis is made legal in Japan. Um, I know it used to be used in Japan uh, before World War II. And I know that Japan kind of adopted the American Constitution at the time. And I believe the reason why these sanctions were put in place on owning and users of the marijuana plant uh, were to stop trade, were to stop productivity in Japan during, during a hemp, time of war. Hemp and all right? that. It was yeah. cotton and hemp, I actually read up, were one of the most valuable resources for developing countries. And it's better than plastic. It's easily accessible. You can grow it easily. It's healthier yeah. for the environment. Yeah. Tobacco companies could just tax it. So I wanted to read a bit about what's happening in Japan because I know a lot of people oh. are interested. Sure, in, that's interesting. So I wanted to uh, talk about what's happening in Japan here. Let's go. We have an article here from, uh, from the New York Times, actually. This is what they think about it. In Kobe, Japan, from an early age, Japanese society had conditioned Takoyuki Miyabe to fear marijuana. But that was before his infant daughter was exposed with a rare form of epilepsy. Desperately scouring the internet for a cure, he came upon an unexpected survivor, a derivative of cannabis called CBD. During a business trip to California, he bought a tiny amber bottle of the elixir, hoping for a miracle. Mr. Miyabe wasn't disappointed. Weeks after his daughter began her treatments, her seizures stopped. My thinking on marijuana did a 180, he said. Now he and his wife are developing their own line of CBD oil, joining the growing ranks of Japanese entrepreneurs eager to sell the product to consumers, long talk to shun anything related to cannabis. It won't be easy, as most other major econ economies liberalize their laws on marijuana. Amid growing evidence of its medical benefits, Japan has doubled down on its hardline position towards the drug, ramping up arrests and increasing efforts to battle the influx of marijuana-friendly information from abroad with public awareness campaigns and toughening laws. But proponents in Japan hope that CBD, which has some proven medical benefits, but none of marijuana's intoxicating effects, can become a gateway to the so-called gateway drug. The strategy is inspired by the United States, where news reports about CBD's efficacy and treating certain types of pediatric epilepsy helped to change people's minds about cannabis in general and led to widespread legal changes, said Naoki Miki, a co-founder of Green Zone Japan, a nonprofit campaigning for the legalization of marijuana. And I definitely think yeah, that this is a great thing. Yeah. This is like, how bad do they not want us to get high? Dude, like, so what if one or two people smoke the shit and what the what are they gonna do? They're gonna like what pass out in the station because they had the munchies, you know. On the other side of that coin is hundreds and millions of people affected by things. I've seen this shit stop a grand mal seizure from a guy that had uh, Parkinson's. He was having grand mal seizures. His body was unusable. He couldn't even speak because of how it affected his larynx. His muscles locked up. He took a CBD swab under his tongue. Within twenty minutes, the uh, the effects of of his Parkinson's started to fade. Yeah, and the guy could just yeah, talk normally. Sure, I understand if there's laws being passed and you don't want to be in a country. I'm just saying this to be, make it clear that I'm not saying that we should just immediately. We're not advocating uh, the use of marijuana, right? Yeah, exactly. Right. Um, but you're there are cannabinoid cannabinoid receptors in mm -hmm. your brain 
which means that there's an evolutionary aspect there to um, interact with the plant. Well, in humans one way used or it another. for thousands and thousands of years. You know, the temples actually, there's only twenty growers that are licensed to legally grow marijuana in Japan. I found out. Oh, interesting. And some of those growers are they're the temples. The, uh, the temples are allowed to burn marijuana for for ceremonial purposes. But let's be real. Which is what we do here on the Japan yeah. What Podcast. Oh, yeah, they're getting yeah. fucking high, dude, in the temple. They're burning a shitload of trees, and they're getting high. And I feel like if these monks for this religion are allowed to do this, then, you know, let us use it for the people who are out here struggling with diseases and being put in jail for using something yeah. that the government deems the, illegal but fails to explain the, the reason The idea behind. of not letting kids who, are vac- who have these horrible um, afflictions uh, preventing them from accessing this and saying, no, you have to go through um, pharmacological mm. or, or chemical um, procedures that, you know, or just hop them up on a billion different pills. Right. When you can just um, extract some CBD and slap it on them and, and, and they return to their uh, somewhat of a normal situation to prevent that from uh, going out in, uh, into the future would be criminal. Um, interestingly enough, um, Thailand is also decriminalizing. The, and Thailand was one of the most strict yeah, countries on that, one, actually. And so they, they're kind of doing a 180 as well. Yeah. I think yeah. they're tired of being like a drunken sex tourist destination. And I noticed, I, I know some people in um, Vancouver and stuff mm. like that. Mm. Um, uh, some, of the, some of the scuttlebutt around there is maybe they can start turning some of these cool islands in the, in the Thai mm. Peninsula area mm. or the Thai Bay um, into like yoga marijuana retreats. That'd be and, cool. And like uh, that'd be cool. Practicing um, some of the most beautiful uh, beaches, all that type of stuff. So instead of just having thousands of really drunken, crazy white people, you could have really whores. mellowed out white people. Yeah, and then screwing less whores. <laughs> and then <laughs> there's the whole idea of uh, medicine. Yeah, and, yeah, and, and, and cultivation and stuff like that. I mean, so. in all honesty, dude, you know, I really think that the it's just really, really ridiculous. You know, with with the with the legality of something like tobacco, which could give you lung cancer, which could give you throat cancer, which could, which could give you gum cancer, alcohol, which gives you the influence to jump off a bridge or do whatever crazy shit people do when they're drunk. You know, I just feel that, you know, when something like this, as dangerous as these items is available for purchase over the counter, you know, in most countries, I think that we really need to stop doing this dance around the topic of marijuana, so what if some people choose to get high, people get drunk. The most important thing is people that have real medical issues, PTSD. One of my, be- my best friend on the whole earth, man, other than my wife, my best friend, he, he uh, got out of the military, was discharged honorably, and he tore his ACL twice. And this is something that he needs that could help him. He's in constant pain all the time. But in his state, it's not legal. In his state, it's, it's frowned upon. So... You know, there's people that suffer that don't get the help they need due to arrogance, due to tradition. And I think, I hope that a change is coming. Yeah, the idea that uh, Japan seems to be open to CBD oil and there's a legal um, parameter around it. Uh, you know, that's that's cool. That's I just cool. wonder how much evidence has to mount before the government. Well, <laughs> I, I don't, it's like, again, um, yeah, I mean, I come from Vancouver Island where um, recreational smoking is mm. very cultural. Mm. It's part mm. of the thing. I've never really felt the the need to do it in, in Japan. Yeah, um, yeah. I'm, I'm like, I, it's one of those things where I, I really, I'm not going to get on board 
with it with 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 recreational marijuana in mm, Japan. Mm. Uh, I don't see how it would benefit me or do anything like yeah yeah um, yeah but yeah to prevent medical treatments to people that's that's cross that's like that's where i would say yeah let them have their medical treatments you know yeah, you know um, the 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 in this dance makes it a lot more difficult you know this dance makes it a lot more difficult and i think given the uh the 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 lackadaisical I will attitude say that around alcohol consumption i definitely think it's something that we need to consider there, yeah i mean i've seen um vancouver go from a place where you would it was like vancouver uh, marijuana friendly to marijuana everywhere yeah. marijuana everywhere is not good you're right right, uh, right right it's it's i don't know like, even if it's legal it's still it's there's there's an element about it that attracts other things yeah uh, just yeah, like yeah yeah you know yeah, like if, if yeah, everybody yeah, was making yeah. bathtub gin on the streets of tokyo it wouldn't be good because there would it would be like chemicals everywhere and everything. Right. There ne- so there needs to be right. Re- this is this is why I think that if the government is going to have such a hand in it, then regulate it. So Tax yeah, what, like last time I was in Vancouver, I'm like you're just walking around and it just weed is everywhere. And then but then there's junkies I don't, I don't, as well. I don't think it should be everywhere. You know, it's a bit strange. I, I don't think it should be everywhere. Actually, I just don't think you should be like fucking criminalized. If you can't if smoke you have it, you a know? cigarette next to somebody, right. you shouldn't be able to smoke marijuana next to somebody. Right there. That's the idea. Ladies and gentlemen, you heard it first right here on the mat. And if you can't smoke a cigarette there, you shouldn't be able to smoke a drink That's there. the difference between a, a, a beer. If I'm drinking a beer in public, right. it's not affecting anybody else but me. But if I'm smoking in public, it affects everybody else, including this me. is true. And it doesn't matter if this it's, is true. If, if it's tobacco or marijuana or whatever. This is true. Uh, you're you're putting things into other people's bodies that, that are going to affect that. Them. Yeah. And you can say, well, what about cars and petrol and stuff? It's like, yeah, that's kind of that's one it's thing. A, that, it's a slippery slope, you know. Yeah, it, well, that, well, then everything. Yeah, well, what about fucking sure, pasta? You yeah, know? yeah, yeah. You, yeah. You, you farted. I guess that's the same thing as blowing nothing, weed in man. my face. Yeah, it's nothing, so, bro. Yeah, go fuck yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Something to think about, though. Definitely, uh, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna cash out here in a couple of moments. All right, uh, we're we're just about done. Oh yeah, this is a. It's kind of interesting because sometimes we're like, it's this weird thing where you like want to be like, hey, we're we're a Japan podcast, but I right. really don't like those like, hey, come with me to find the real Japan. I don't like that. It's like, bing, bong, yeah. Bong, I, uh, bong, um, bong, bong, so I didn't really want to talk to too much about like the international stage at the moment, but right, right. part of me from living here and working here a long time is that we can, yeah, we can see cute girls in short skirts and stuff right. like that. Right. But there's actually a, a large component to this country that a lot of people don't know. And Which that is, is boring. There's the, the I, 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 even in Tokyo, right? The even trains in run Tokyo. on time. Even the in buses Tokyo. run on time. Every, everything is, is being done and taken care of. That also kind of means it, it's a little dull. It's right. It's so put together that nothing out of the ordinary right. actually ever happens. And yeah. when it does, everyone's like, oh, shit, Tokyo's crazy. Yeah. But, you know, the other six days in the week, you know, nothing crazy or, happened. Or, oh, shit, Tokyo's crazy. But that thing was planned. You know. But or the, like the suicides on the train, it always happens at the station you weren't at when you were on the train. You're never yeah. like actually there when the guy jumps. Sure. You don't see <laughs> some liquefied <laughs> you know, bow What you see is the, is the three hours of delays, you know, and you don't get to your shit sure. on time. You know? So there's all of that. So this is kind of, so this is the idea. 
Canada has protests that have been blocking the Ottawa Centre yeah, for months. what are these protests? The uh, vaccine mandates. They don't want to have to... This Okay, before we get into the boring-ass Japan aspect, um, to cross the border from the United States into Canada, if you're a trucker, you need to have vaccine uh, passport, and it's mandated. You need to show it. Now, what else is about this is that... Um, one one trucker was saying that he has his vaccine passport, okay? Mm-hmm. So he's going up to a passport, a, a checkpoint, and the person says, I don't need to see your vaccine passport. He's like, what do you mean? You don't need it? He's like, oh, no, I already have it. The, it's included in your truck information that's scanned in advance, and we can see who's the cab driver and whether they're vaccinated or not. Oh. I don't so, know how I feel about that. Yeah, so a lot of these truckers are like, what the hell is going on here? We Like, we're by ourselves. and You, you know, like, you're by yourself and, like, you pull up you to a random spot and someone knows Toronto who you are. You can drive from Toronto to Vancouver and it's fine. And you can drive from Orlando to Seattle and it's right, fine. Right, and it's fine. But if you cross that border, you need this vaccine. And there's, like, a whole bunch of digital And now overlays. suddenly everyone knows every stop you've so, made. Anyways, a lot of people protested for three weeks, and then the cops are coming in, and now Justin Trudeau is passing all these um, draconian laws. Mm. So that's really crazy. And then we have, like, Biden, Ukraine, and Putin, and these Donbass and Luhansk regions. And is Odessa going to be next? We really don't know. We don't know. And now this is... This is the idea that actually Japan is kind of a boring place with all of this crazy shit going on. This is Japan's response to the Ukraine situation. Japan Post suspends air deliveries to Ukraine. (laughs) I actually have a friend from uh, Ukraine. (laughs) So I I really want to know what this is about. <coughs> I'm gonna tell her about it when the show's yeah, over. Yeah. So the, the the so if if you're if you are in Ukraine and you're listening to this podcast, uh-huh. don't expect your 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 manga study package to arrive anytime soon. If you're living in uh, and if you live if you don't have any good friends in Kiev, you'll never get your mail. Isn't that so? That that's what I'm saying. Even this whole pandemic, it's been kind of boring. There hasn't been protests. Everybody just kind of wears a mask, and sometimes they don't wear a mask. And the pandemic they're... has been weak. It's been weak. Yeah, the it's... most exciting thing that happened during the pandemic was the Black Lives Matter movement. That's a joke. <laughs> you know what I mean? You know like, what the Black Lives Matter I, I watched that the Black Lives the most Matter exciting movement thing in that Japan. Happened. Yeah. And this is how I watched it. I had two live Twitter feeds, yeah. and I had some live, yeah. and I was live streaming, and I was like, okay. 80% white. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. 2% black and then some confused Asians. And the there. 2% of the black guys, like, <coughs> you knew. <laughs> you know, you, like, it was like guys who you see YouTubing around Japan. You know? And uh, uh, this so, is a lot, of, a lot of fat white chicks going, Black Lives Matter! It was the, uh, was the basis, man. On the streets of Tokyo. <laughs> and, like, Japanese people are like, this is the middle of a pandemic and you're screaming? And then, like, Japanese people don't know about this at all. Like, right. nobody in Japan knows who George Floyd is. But was. also, the pandemic was just the scapegoat. You know, the <coughs> pandemic was just the thing that people could say, this is going on. Why are you protesting about that? But I actually understand those people because... To me, right, as a black person, as a member of the black community, to me, the purpose of the Black Lives Matter movement in Japan was just to bring solidarity to black people living in Japan to say, hey, we're black, too. They're kind of racist here, too, sometimes. So, you know, maybe sit next to me on the train. 
Nothing tells you know, an Asian community what matters like screaming in their faces about something they don't know about. Yeah, literally. <laughs> we know you don't understand, but we're going to continue the crusade. And the fact that that was like the biggest news that I heard about during, like, what about all the like thousands of deaths? Like, I, I hear about it a lot because I'm in the print media. What about the, you know, what about the numbers, man? The people dying of COVID. Not saying it's the biggest thing in my <laughs> life right now, but it definitely affects my life. It definitely affects my quality of life. You know, my best bud wants to come here. I can't see him because of COVID. And yeah, that's the thing. thing here, I have know? a kid and I want to take him to Canada so that we can show. And you can't go back to your home. You can't, can't. go where you're from. This is a Berlin Wall Same here. Situation. I, can't go, I can't go home. I can't see my grandparents. This is the Berlin Wall. You know, my mother's getting uh, remarried uh, in a few months and I, and I don't know whether or not I'll. And she said, you know, I really, really want you to be here. It's really, really important. And it was really hard to explain to her, a woman from the South in Georgia, Christian woman, that like, hey, it's going to be kind of hard for me to come. It's really expensive and really ridiculous for anybody to leave Japan on if, vacation if, if right now. If the Kadon Ren pushes their, um, their, their uh, lobbying arm, mm-hmm. um, you might, we might be able to see things calm down. Let's, let's, you said, what are the deaths? So let's break down deaths by age. I have the Ministry break of Health, down, Labor, and Welfare down, here. Break them down. And I have a, this is from toyokazai.net. And, okay, so... This is the amount of people who've died in Japan throughout the entire uh, pandemic from the beginning. People in their 80s. Yeah, top me up halfway. Then we got to go. Got you covered. I'll pour you some water. There have been in their 80s plus 12,088. No, no, no. Yeah, 12,088 deaths in two years. 80s plus. 70 to 80. 4,500 deaths. 60s. 1,719 deaths. 50s, 888 deaths. 40s, 315 deaths. 30s, 96 deaths. 20s, 30 deaths. Before the vaccine, it was two. 10s, four deaths. And that's very recent. Before the vaccine, there were none. Under 10, zero deaths. So, if we calculate from under 10 to 49, 300, 400, so from 0 to 49 years old, there's been 400 deaths, 450 deaths in the past two and a half years almost. That's still more important than the Black Lives Matter march. That's oh sure, that's, but no, no, no. There's it, it, there. That's how many people die in this country every day. I think. <laughs> true. So, I mean, like, true, we shut down true, everything. True, we shut down everything. True, 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 true. And I'm saying it's real. And if there's any black people listening, don't think I don't support the march. It's just we're not taking the COVID thing seriously enough. But also, we're taking we're really making a mess of the media right now. Um. Yeah. If, it's like. Black Lives Matter. There's the, the there's like there's no. Hey, by the way, I disagree with that. <laughs> there's there's none. Of, no, no, no. We get that. It's just no. But I mean, I want to go see my that? grandma, man. Jesus, Me too. I, I want to go, go see I my grandma, see. dude. All I miss right. my grandma. So there we go. So people who are who've been listening, thank you very much. Thank you for the donation. Um, thirty three, thirty three. The value for value system. Ooh. Japan what? Uh, PayPal.me forward slash Japan W-U-T. 
Um, hopefully, we get uh, back to normal soon and not the new normal, but the 2019 what is normal. That? The 2019 normal that we've been seeing. The new normal. In Tokyo. Tokyo. From the back end, from the armpit of Asia. The smelly part. You've been listening to the Japan Web Podcast. Where can people find you, Michael? One twenty. You can find me on Instagram under 120360. And you can find me on all streaming sites as O-N-E-T-W-E-N-T-Y. Matthew P. and Bigelow.com. Matthew P. and Bigelow.com. Matthew P. and Bigelow.com. Take her easy, bros. And remember, where you support, give your money, all of it, to whatever that is. And then the government will be happy about it. And you know what the music video is going to be? You, you know those TV commercials that you see with their, like, a bottle of prescription pills just